Welcome to this episode of the Million Dollar Mastermind. I'm Larry Wydell, and before we get started, if you want to know exactly how to win again and again, go to WydellOnWinning.com forward slash webinar now to watch something I've put together for you. Now let's get going into this episode of Million Dollar Mastermind. I'm here with David Landrum. We're having fun talking about his experiences in winning. And David has gone from the deep south, growing up in the deep south, never left Mississippi, although he did move from uh, Laurel, Mississippi up to Jackson and uh, <laughs> the, the big town of Jackson, Mississippi. And, uh, you know, you can have a David has proved you can have a worldwide impact or at least a North American impact since he's got offices pretty much all over the United States, most of the United States. And uh, I think he told me earlier, how many offices do you have up there in Canada? Uh, about 80. About 80. And so two, total, total of 224 uh, offices. And so uh, making an amazing impact in the financial services world. And, uh, you know, David has been a coach and advisor to people coast to coast and you evolve into that uh, role as you build an organization. There's certain people that uh, take to your coaching more than others, but uh, David, welcome back. And let's, let's dig into that uh, bloom where you're planted, but keep on moving type thing, uh, idea, because obviously that's been a pattern of your life. And one of the things about bloom where you're planted is look how you can, what you were saying before is like, look how you can make a difference uh, and jump in first and set the example, uh, uh, set the tone, set the attitude, that type thing where people realize you're not just talking a good game, you're doing it and uh, try and really make an impact where you are rather than moan and groan about we don't have this, we don't have that. Uh, uh, try and make the best you can out of what you got, but not stop there, keep on moving. And that's what I see, uh, uh, you know, that's what you were saying. You also got your financials. I think you had enough of a viewpoint of uh, being the manager of the gym that you realized the limitations, let's just say, you know, and you realize, you know, how, what, what motivated you, what you really want to do in your life and how long you were going to be able to put up with those restrictions on your time and restrictions on your income. And you started looking other places. You were blooming where you planted, but that doesn't mean you're going to stay there forever. You know, you're looking for other spots and exploring other options. And uh, that's that's a key thing, folks. You've got to be on the lookout for uh, something new. And you didn't know if the financial services thing was going to turn anything. But the worst case, you knew you'd learn some things, right? Right. Yeah. As a matter of fact, Larry, and I and I think, uh, see, I think this is such a key point for people, regardless of whether you're an entrepreneur or work for a, a great company or whatever. One thing that uh, you need to do is kind of play your life out, okay? And you know what I what I what I believe is, hey, look, 
whatever you're doing, just find somebody that's been doing it, maybe in your company or whatever, 10 years longer, 20 years, 20 years longer. Well, then you know what? There's a good chance that that's going to be you in 10 years or 20 years. Yeah. So, you know, and I think that, uh, um, so really you, you know, I think it's a good idea to kind of, uh, play your life out and think about how things, how that's going to, you know, what's, what's the best that's going to happen to you where you are. Uh, one of the things that I did for about five years, um, Ole Miss, uh, I'm not about two and a half hours from Ole Miss, one of the great, one of the most beautiful campuses in the country from a college standpoint, uh, even though I went to Southern Miss, but Ole Miss, my son went to Ole Miss, but anyway, they, in, they invited me to, uh, come up and speak to the uh, business school for the, uh, the seniors in the school of business uh, before they graduated. Um, you know, it, it was just kind of a, a resume type class and they would bring in different business leaders and let us just kind of coach uh, these students on how to win in business, et cetera. And one of the things that I always uh, told them, I said, you know what, the thing about it is, um, and I would always ask them, of course, this was business school. And I'd say, look, how many of you, how many of you want to own your own business? And of course, in a business school, naturally, there'd be like 300 of them in there, uh, seniors. And they, all the hands would go up. And I said, okay, well, let me tell you, if you're going to be, if you want to be an entrepreneur, um, probably uh, one of the worst things that could happen to you is for you to get out of uh, graduate and someone offered you a 75,000 a year uh, salary. And you could see in the room, I'd really kind of let that sink in. I, you could see the room, they were thinking, man, are yeah. you crazy? What, right. would be, what, what would be bad about, I said, well, you know what's gonna happen with that 75K? You're gonna, you're gonna get out of school, you're gonna buy you a new car, Right. You're going to get married. You're going to buy a house. You're going to start having kids. Right. And all that's good. Those are all good things. But then what happens is that treadmill is going to start running. And then next thing you know, you know, uh, you know, I said, look, let me tell you, the halls of life are full of 50 year olds that their goal, their dream was to be an entrepreneur. But now all of a sudden life gets away, gets in the way, and they've got that treadmill starts going so fast, they can't jump off. And I said, look, let me tell you, the, the, if you want to be an entrepreneur, the, the sooner the better, because life only gets more expensive, right? Uh, life only gets more expensive. Uh, you'll, your, your expenses will never be lower than they are right now. And so they, they've proven that if you want to be an entrepreneur, the sooner, the younger you do it, the better. But naturally, I mean, any age is good to, to be able to make that uh, transition. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I think that um, those are all uh, valuable points, you know, for especially for, uh, for younger people like that. Well, the other thing, uh, David, is that the 75K job can be a good thing if you're aware not to let it be a trap because what people do is 
you know, there are 300 people sitting in that class. They're thinking visions of sugar plum. I want to be financially independent. I want to make big income, have, have freedom, make a big impact. But then when you get out there and all of a sudden you get a real $75,000 paycheck, if you're not on your toes, you're not thinking, like you say, looking down the road in real world uh, experience, looking down the road of your life, you know, playing out your life and saying, what do I want to get? Now, I've talked to a lot of uh, people that have been smarter than me, okay, when they came up the ladder. And what they did was, I mean, there's some 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 ladies, some young guys, it's just blows my mind where they they learned this, but they have been in the corporate world. Like I've I remember asking some of these people, how did you work for three Fortune 500 companies in a row and not get stalled out, not just get you know your initiative and drive and everything killed? And they said, Well, I was there for a purpose. I was there to learn. I was there to meet people. I was there to find out how, how things were done. I did as many projects. I volunteered for everything I could. I met everybody I could. And because I had bigger fish to fry in my career. In other words, they had done what you advised when we started this. So that's why, that's why these conversations, David, are so incredibly valuable. Because phrases go out there and people don't know what they mean. But like play out your life. Uh, that's a big deal, but you can easily, it can just go over your head. But like, if you're, you get a big, whatever you get now, it's like, how can I use that and leverage it to something five, 10 times bigger than what I was thinking before that thing showed up, you know? Yeah. And, you know, yeah. Right. right. Go ahead. But I mean, and that's the way I, I tell you what, I got smarter as I grew up. <laughs> 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 but like I knew when I built my business, you know, I first my first uh, uh, month in my own business, you know, where I got my own office, you know, and uh, I was in charge. I made twenty two thousand dollars and I was smart enough to say to myself, big deal. Now, up to that time, I had years of making three to four thousand a month. And I just come off a three or four month ramp up to where it double, double, double three or four months in a row up to that 22. As I got to where I was launching the business, got my full office in place and all of that. But the first thing I said to myself was, I never want to make this little amount of money again, the rest of my life. Mm. And uh, so I did, you know, I took, you know, I believe that, you the, the smartest thing you can do is invest in your own business, uh, especially on the way up. And so I would take 10 to 20% of it every month and spend it on my management team. You know, we would have, uh, you know, I'd have big meetings where uh, I bought lunch for them. I found out they would actually come to a meeting if, if you fed them. And, uh, <laughs> and then we'd have periodic uh, recognition events where you pass out awards and things like that to appreciate them, you know, proportional, you don't have to go overboard, but it was a way of keeping my focus on moving forward. And, yeah. and that's what uh, I was able to do, keep that uninterrupted going for like 17 years 
because I was smart enough to realize it. So these kids come in out of college and say, uh, I'm going to start my business as soon as I can. However, I don't feel like it's my time yet. I don't know exactly what I want to throw my energy into. I'm going to go out there and learn some more things and develop some more skills, develop some more people, uh, uh, contacts, you know, networking. And if they get the big salary, a person like that is more likely to have the energy and the pop that will cause them to actually communicate uh, to uh, the people who are hiring that this is a person who's gonna go somewhere, we wanna get them and they're gonna be worth the money. So you're more likely to get uh, that kind of, you know, a big, uh, decent starting uh, salary in position if you've got these kind of things burbling inside of you, you know, it all goes in there, but you've got to, when it, when it comes to today, you've got to do a great job today and talk about how you learn. When, when did you finally, when did you actually get that? It seems like you had that bred into you, right? As you were growing up. Yeah. I mean, of course, uh, the, the, the work ethic, my, one of the, one of the things, one of the biggest Yes, my dad does. He he uh, he taught us how to work, and uh, we started when I was in high school. We started. He bought one time. Of course, Mississippi, you got a lot of land, but uh, but anyway, uh, we bought a hay beller, and me and my two younger brothers, we bailed hay for everybody in the community, and you know, so did that through high school, and and uh, so. So I had that work. Yeah, the idea the idea of bailing hay is one thing to have the land, but it's kind of like you're sharecropping yourself. You're kind of like uh, outsourcing someone to plant the hay, and then you outsource someone to actually harvest the hay, right? The bale the hay. Right, if, yeah. Yeah, so outsourcing. <laughs> hey, it, they may be backwater down there in Mississippi, but they know about outsourcing. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so so uh, so we did that, you know, have, having, that, having that work ethic and, um, you know, uh, you know. As a matter of fact, that's another thing I, I would tell the kids in school. I said college. I said, yeah, you, you know what you ought to do is uh, call your parents this weekend and tell them don't send any more money and go out there and work your way through college, right? Yeah. And because so many kids they they graduate in college, they don't have work ethic. You know right. what I mean? And and they 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 don't know about really putting their hand to the plow. You know what I mean? And asking right. the Lord to bless their effort and. Um, but but anyway, yeah, that's uh, uh, that that that's important. The work ethic and all that. The other thing you too, and, you and I, David, you know that that's really a big thing. But to get kids to not dismiss it instantly when they hear it, which you know they will, uh, uh, to actually do it, we ought to give some time thinking about how we could do a better job of selling them of what that would be to their advantage. And one thought to put in people's mind, because if they get it, why it's in my advantage to do it, they could likely do it. But one reason to do it is like, uh, even if you don't call your parents and say, stop sending the money, go out there and get a job and work like they weren't sending it and take everything you save and start building your nest egg now, because yeah. that's going to give you you know, the first thing that, the, you know, uh, your, your nest egg 
it snowballs, you know, it starts off as a snowball and then it turns into, you know, bigger and bigger as it grows. So you get your nest egg started and uh, that's resources that you can use uh, if you get, you know, you don't get the job you want. You got to support yourself for a while. Uh, you can be careful about where you go. Or if you decide you want to, uh, you, you got an idea you want to uh, kick off, you got to have a little bankroll right now. So that, that's the way of thinking about it. It's like, sure, you could just goof off through college or you could get some funding and you could get some experience and you might meet some people through these working uh, experiences that you gives you an idea of something to do or you make make new contacts you know and so kind of you know i think we could do a better job of selling students on get out there and get to work you don't have to wait till you get the degree in your hand to go out and go to work you know go to it's basically go to work now because you're going to be a lot more educated uh yeah. If you've been working your way through uh, school, they found that the people in the work study programs at Georgia Tech, like they worked a quarter and then they came and studied a quarter. They always got better grades. You know, yeah. they were always more responsible. Well, you know, the thing about it, when you do that, you learn how to play hurt. You know what I mean? You, you learn how to get up when you don't feel like it. You could learn how. Yeah. And, you know, that is and you develop what we call that mental toughness. Right. You know, mental toughness, you get knocked down, you get back up, get knocked down, get back up. Every time you get up, get a little stronger and, uh, you know, takes a steady hand to hold the full cup. And I and I think that uh, but Larry, you know, the other thing, just like and you mentioned this earlier, I mean, to me, I interpreted it as, you know, like your success that month that you made over 20,000 or whatever uh, you've used that as a stepping stone to take it to the next level. You know, right. and I think right. that, I think that kids, I think that uh, regardless of any, wherever you think, because I remember thinking uh, that if I could make, back when I got out of, uh, when I when I was in school, a business degree, you made about uh, 17,000 a year. So I I, I I was thinking, man, if I could make this 43 years ago, this is 1977. So I said, man, if I could make 30,000 a year, Man, that I would be, it'd be unbelievable. I didn't think you could spend that kind of money. Of course, I found out you can quick. But the thing of the thing that I saw was that uh, uh, so many times we say, look, I'm going to go with XYZ company. And man, if, you know, people there do real well. And man, I could make 75, 100, 150K a year. And, and they, they commit to something like that, but then they've got kind of a, maybe a glass ceiling situation if they, if they aren't upwardly mobile to where they're willing to go from company to company and use that, those as stepping stones to, to do better. But the thing that I found is uh, don't ever judge, say, well, once I get there, I'll be happy. Because you know, the thing about it is uh, I found the more income you make, uh, if you if you love and care about people, the more income you make, the more needs you see. Right. You know, I've, I've never sent a check back saying I didn't want it because right. I'm, you know whether it's in your own family or your church community, the things you believe in, uh, man, it, it it gives you such a 
such a, a vehicle from being able to take care of people, uh, just like family members, you know, that, uh, you know, I mean, how tall should a tree grow as tall as it can? So, uh, so anyway, those are important points too. All right. Thanks, David. These some great, great uh, ideas for people to think about and to use. If you enjoyed what you've heard and are dead serious about finding out for yourself exactly how this works in the real world, I've taken the most valuable business lessons I've learned over 40 years and put them into something for you to watch. Go to whiteellenwinning.com forward slash webinar now in order to move up as fast as possible. I'm Larry Whitell, and I run the Million Dollar Mastermind. Go, go, go.